Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. Hey, good morning, everybody. Um, Hope you all had an amazing 4th of July. It's Monday. I want to take a few moments here to give you a little bit of a weekly commentary on questions that I've been getting lately about gold. Um, With the Basel III rule change that took effect June 28th, the the future for gold looks amazing because there's really no top anymore in in Europe. Now, Europe isn't the whole world, right? But it's but it's easily a third of of the world's gold supply. So, with that, gold will be continually propped up because there's going to be no more suppression, no more price suppression in Europe. There's going to be um, no more naked short selling. There's going to be no more short selling because the European Central Bank needs to get the price of gold propped up to shore up their balance sheets. We've talked about this before. So the question I've been getting from people is, Kirk, why, why shouldn't we go into gold? Well, because that's not a one time deal, right? It's going to continue on for years to come because they're going to have to keep shoring up their balance sheets for a long time. Now, what's happening in silver is the short squeeze. That is a one-time deal, and that could provide for a massive multiplier on our accounts. So here's the goal and the strategy um, and why we allocate the way that we do. So when we take advantage of the short squeeze, you know, previous short squeezes that we've had, um, have provided for some pretty significant growth in a short period of time. You know, there's been one in, in silver in the past, and that was back in like 2007-ish, and it was amazing, and, and silver went through the roof. I want to go over a couple of, of short squeeze scenarios that happened recently. Uh, we, we're all kind of familiar, or maybe we're not, so I'm just going to explain it, with the what happened to GameStop. Um, when, when Reddit and Wall Street bets took it to the hedge funds in January, um, GameStop propelled through the roof. This was a short squeeze. So how many of the outstanding shares of GameStop were in a short position? The answer is it was over 100% of them. 100% of the shares were in a short position. This was an anomaly. This is very interesting. But in one month, in 30 days, the price of GameStop went up 1,600%. This is what happens with a short squeeze. Let's go back to the end of 2019, early 2020. Tesla um, had a, a short squeeze. So with that short squeeze, um, Tesla shares went up 400% from December of 2019 till about February of 2020, about a 90-day span right? How many of the shares outstanding of Tesla stock were covered in a short position? It was about 18% of them. Okay. So 18% went up 400% in 90 days. Uh, GameStop, 100% were covered in a short position, went up 1,600% in one month. Now, the silver right now, we've got Bank of America has 300 million ounces of silver short. Uh, 
Chase, JP Morgan Chase has 575 million. Well, they keep adding and they keep doubling down on these short positions. But just between the two of them, that's 875 million ounces. There's only 2 billion ounces of silver in the world. So where does that put us then? It puts us at about 40%, give or take, of all of the number of ounces, physical ounces in the world are in a short position right now with just those two banks, right? Just two of them. What about all the other ones? What about HSBC? What about Citi? What about um, Capital One? What about Wells Fargo? What about all of the European banks that may have silver in short positions as well? We don't know some of those numbers, but we, what we do know is just two banks, 40% of the world's silver supplies in a short position. This is why we're taking advantage of this, because what we've seen with previous short squeezes, GameStop, 100% covered in short, 1,600% gain in a month. Um, Tesla, 400% gain over 90 days with 18%. We've got over 40% at minimum of the available ounces of silver in the world covered in a short position. So this is why we're doing what we're doing. Now, I want to encourage everybody, don't look at the silver price every single day. It's going to drive you batty. And you're going to think, what? Did I do the right thing? Did I, did I even... The, what was I thinking? The price of the spot price of silver is going down. Yes, you're going to have some volatile fluctuations here as banks continue to double down their short position. That drives the spot price down. And what happens? It doesn't stay down for very long because individual investors and all kinds of others are gobbling up physical silver like there's no tomorrow. So you have go down and then you go up and then you come down and then you go up. Over this next until the late fall, early winter, you're going to see stuff like this, but it's going to start accelerating at the end when the physical supply of silver runs out. So we are in the right place at the right time. That's the trend. That's what we allocated into. We allocated into safety, into safety in what I believe is the safest asset in the world right now. Wasn't a year ago. It probably won't be a year from now, right? But for right now, silver is the safest asset in the world. So I would encourage you all to not... Watch the prices every single day. It's going to drive you batty because there's a lot of volatility right now. But overall, the trend, it's going up and up and up and up because the available inventory of silver is drying up. This is exactly how it's supposed to play out, okay? So, so that's the encouragement I want to leave with all of you is simply that. Don't, um, don't get into the granularity um, in the minute movements that happen every single day because the trend is a strong one and nothing goes straight up and nothing goes straight down. So as time goes on though, this is, we're going to, I believe get a, an amazing one, two punch here um, where we can go from growth to growth in our portfolios, take advantage of the short squeeze, compound our ounces, go into gold, ride that trend line up for quite some time would be my guess. Because I don't believe that Basel three rule change is going to be the only central bank, the only continent <laughs> that's actually going to use that, utilize that kind of a rule change. I believe that the Fed also, as time moves on, is going to say, what? The European Central Bank is they're shoring up their balance sheets. They're able to lend out more money. When you have more assets, you can lend out more money. And that's what banks do. That's what they're supposed to do. So the Fed, because of their archaic pricing mechanism that prices gold at $42.22 an ounce, 
Every time the price of gold goes up, the European Central Bank benefits from it. The Fed doesn't. In fact, it hurts them. And they're not stupid, right? I, I don't believe they're stupid. Um, so therefore, I, I would venture to guess that they ultimately start marking to the market too and valuing their gold at the same price that Europe is. You know, just what it's what the price of gold actually is. That only makes sense to value something at what it's worth, not what you paid for it. That doesn't even make any sense. And I, and I can't wrap my head around why in the world they would use that archaic pricing mechanism. There's got to be a reason for it, but I don't know what it is. So as they continue to fall behind, they're going to have to make a change or die, is my guess. So here's my encouragement. We're in silver. We're going to ride that out. We're then going to go into gold. We're going to ride that out. Then we always have an exit strategy. We always want to buy low and sell high. But please do not watch the price of the metals every single day because it will drive you crazy. All right. So that's my word of encouragement for the day. We are in the right place at the right time. We're using the wisdom and the discernment that, that God has given each and every one of us to not have to settle for surviving, but rather thrive. So I hope you all have an amazing week. I'll see you again next week. Again, happy 4th of July um, as we got to celebrate our, our independence and our freedoms in the amazing country that we live in. Look, we all have a lot of hard work to do to regain some of the freedoms that were uh, stolen from us over the years. But that's why we're alive for right here and right now, right? All of us have something that we can do to make a difference in this world. So go ahead and make a difference. God bless you. We'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliotphd.com.